Welcome to the Body Smart Podcast, where we remove roadblocks to fitness and health to empower you to master your health habits. We help you become body smart. So we're talking today about why soccer players are the best looking uh, athletes in the world. Um, there's a really funny comedy routine. Hopefully you saw the clip. Um, really funny talking about why soccer hasn't taken on in America because the athletes are not genetic freaks. Like in football and basketball, we like our athletes to be genetic freaks because then we don't feel bad when we compare ourselves to them. Whereas soccer players, it's like they're super fit, but it's like a level of fitness that is a little bit more attainable looking because they're not like six, eight and 300 pounds. Um, you know, those guys are like, you know, my same height and just like 6% body fat. So, you know, it's like if I really applied myself, maybe I could get there. So if you watch that video clip, it's really, really funny. He talks about that. Um, his line delivery is perfect for that uh, thing. But so we want to talk about why, um, you know, soccer is a great form of fitness because it hits a lot of boxes, um, especially if you do the strength training along with it. Um, but yeah, soccer is an awesome sport. A lot of people still like to play it. So like indoor soccer and things like that in adult leagues. So it's a great sport, great exercise, uh, and a good way to, you know, stay fit, healthy, active for the rest of your life. So, um, let's dive into a little bit more about why soccer is so awesome. Um, how's that intro Mark? I've got to hop off. I'm going somewhere. I'll be listening to the call and making comments, but we got to drive somewhere and, and do a thing. So, um, yeah, I'll participate as I can. How about that? But I'll intro it and then pass it over to Mark. And we got a special guest. Justin is going to be hopping on too. Um, and tell us a little bit about his soccer career and what he did that made him so fit and, and why soccer players, uh, as the clip says, are ridiculously good looking. So, um, no pressure to be ridiculously good-looking, Justin. That, anyway, um, so yeah, we'll go ahead and I'll let you guys take it from there. Well, I think I'm even gonna. I think I'm even gonna drop off, and I'll just be in the comments, just so it's easier to record on your end. Okay. All right, so just a little bit more of an intro on, on Justin, um, <laughs> right? So Justin is a PD student that is with us right now, but he played semi-pro soccer. So we got like an actual major soccer player here, right? Like he knows this stuff. And so um, I'm going to turn it over to him for um, to let him talk about kind of what his training regimen was like, what he does now, and, and kind of what that all looked, looked like. So... Go ahead and take it away. All right, so hi everybody. Hope you guys are doing all right. Um, yeah, so I played so I played two years of soccer in college. I played at Wingate University. It's just outside of Charlotte, North Carolina. And then during the summers of those two years, I played semi-pro soccer in Little Rock, Arkansas, in the middle of honestly nowhere. But that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so when I was playing soccer in college, it was a lot more uh, strength-focused. Like, we were doing a lot of compound movements, like back squatting, front squatting, uh, cleans, 
pushing jerks, all that kind of stuff, like Olympic lifting kind of stuff. And then as we shift, then as I shifted to semi-pro soccer, which kind of surprised me, was it was more it dealt with more body weight aspects. It was more of like being able to manipulate and control your body weight, um, so that way you won't get pushed off the ball as easily. And then with training stuff specifically, it was definitely a mix. It was more cardio heavy, so I was skinnier than I was than I am now, just because I was running <laughs> seven days a week sprinting for at least 45 minutes kind of thing um but as i transitioned away from playing soccer all the time i did take various aspects of it like i do have i still do have the strength programming within my own programming that i still use from college soccer but then i also more now that i'm getting back into it is doing more body weight manipulation with um, calisthenic more focused training if that makes sense to you guys like with calisthenics it's more manipulating your own body weight just being able to move it more um, it's nothing super extravagant even though all the videos that you see online is people doing handstand push-ups um, being able to do muscle ups all that kind of stuff but calisthenics doesn't specifically have to be that it can just be more being able to control your body weight through whatever range of motion that you do have currently um, and then I am training for a half marathon that is in December. So the training for that cardio-wise isn't exactly the same. Um, but I am starting to get back into sprints now as much as I hate them. They are necessary. But a lot of the stuff that you learn from training as a soccer player definitely does translate into everything that I do now. Just because, yeah, it's cool to being able to bench 315 225 x amount of times being able to deadlift four times your body weight but at the same time you're not going to walk around and just being able to flaunt that when somebody can easily push you over like a toothpick um it's so like with soccer it's a lot more core stabilization being able to hold your own no matter where you're at that's like maneuvering around smith's uh, fresh market kind of thing or even just walking around in a parking lot just so that way you can avoid whatever you need to um, but yeah yeah so tell me about it's me again <laughs> so tell me about like what like in in game like what that required like how much you were running um, like what, what it felt like like the level of conditioning you had to, to be in to like maintain that because that's one of the things about you know, American sports is it's a lot of stop and start, right? Mm -hmm. um, whereas soccer is like pretty, pretty consistently, uh, like you're moving the entire time. Yeah. So as far as like being in the shape that I was in, because I'm not in that level of shape anymore, um, it is constantly moving. The moment you feel like you can stop, that means that you're doing something wrong, or you're not in the right position. Just because soccer is a game of finite movements. So like even if it's like shifting to your right half an inch or if it's three feet to your right, two feet to your left, um, there's always constant movement. Really, your only break that you have is halftime and then when you get subbed off or the end of the game, whenever that happened. Um, for me, I played center back. Um, for those of you that aren't really familiar with soccer, I was one of the guys that played right in front of the goalie. Um, so like with that one, I wasn't, I didn't do have to do as much running uh, like constant running as like the midfielders or like the people that played in front of me but for me I had to do a lot of sprinting sprinting shuffling karaoke kind of stuff as well as like jumping for winning headers so I would say on average I would have to do 
maybe like 15, 30 yard sprints a half. Um, and then the jogging part was maybe maybe a combined total of like 30 minutes. But at the same time, that one, I'm not really going all that fast. Yeah. Like that kind of touches into like your guys' programming that you guys do. Is like the jogging that I do is more of like that zone one, zone two. And then the sprinting is that all out zone five or zone four or higher. Yeah. Um, so if you put it in retrospect, it's probably not exactly 80-20. It's probably more like 70-30. But just because, like, with all the explosive movements with, like, headers and stuff, that also goes into the, um, like, zone five kind of stuff. For sure, so. for sure. Um, no, that's, like, it's cool having your perspective, right? Like, what it was actually like to play in there. Um, and just a bunch of really important points that he made. So <clears throat> Cameron talked to one of them in the comments, right? Uh, it's a program that he, he plans out his workouts, right? Like, that's one thing that can... You know, people go into the gym and it's like, what do I do today? <laughs> what do I do this time? And having this idea of like, this is what we're going to be working on. We talked about it a, a few, maybe a month ago in the call that we had on periodization, right? Like, what are you doing in this season? Like, what's the purpose of, of your workouts right now? And kind of planning it accordingly. Um, but really just some, some overarching principles that I want to hit. Um, so first is that mix of cardio and strength, right? We hit that all the time. Um, but like to be all around healthy to be able to move well, um, to be able to like sustain activity, not only on the field, but off the field. Like you've got to have both. Um, and it's got to be that mix, right? So, uh, you know, with like Justin mentioned, with the cardio, that 80-20 mix, right? A lot of zone two, more easy runs, um, and then peppering in those more intense workouts, right? To, to really make ourselves resilient. Um, and then with strength, right, mixing um, different components of that. So um, still like doing those compound lifts, right, being able to move your body, um, but being able to manipulate your body. That's the thing that, that is really important. Um, and so like we talked, again, a couple weeks about adding in things like plyometrics, um, uh, anything where you're just moving your, like learning to control your body weight um, is super important. So that like whatever you're doing, right, whether you're running or hiking or rowing or I don't know, like hang gliding, I probably don't need it for that. <laughs> but, but anyway, just being able to be conscious of where your body is and, and moving it in space. So it's the idea of having the strength as well as the stability. Um, and those are super important elements in, in a program. You know, like you look at soccer and they're moving like every which way. You see that a lot in, in sports like volleyball too, um, or like mixed martial arts, right? Like you're all over the place. It's not just like running in one straight line. Um, and so we've talked about that so many times, like that's part of what we need is movements from kind of every which way. Um, we're not just always hitting our muscles in the same way. We're not just moving in the same way. Um, like I think that's a lot of what, um, you know, if people are, are, are doing strength training, what we've noticed a lot of times, and this is what I did actually when I was younger, is um, uh, like I just did the same program, like the same lifts three times a week, same weight all the time. And I was like, why am I not making progress, right? Like why do I still have XYZ injuries pop up? Um, versus like when we're doing, uh, you know, we're, we're changing it up, we're having a variety. Um, it allows our body to continue adapting. 
And so love the, the cardio and strength aspect of it. Um, two, the, and this kind of goes back into the, some of the strength aspects, but that it's, it's a lot of functional stuff, right? Um, of course, like we talk about, the big compound lifts are important, right? You're doing squats, benches, deadlifts, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but also, you know, movements that you're going to be doing in everyday life, right? Um, that's one of the really nice things that we see. Um, the other point that you mentioned is like there's components that you still use today, right? You don't mm -hmm. do the same exact workouts, mm -hmm. but you use a lot of those principles that you learned in soccer, both in college and in semi-pro. Um, and I think that's cool, right? One of our big things that we talk about is exercise that's sustainable, right? Like I can do this day in, day out, year in, year out, um, instead of only for a specific time. So you look at um, like football players, so especially like you think like linebackers, eating crazy amounts of calories every day um, and just packing on the pounds and the like, they die a lot earlier, right? They have a lot more complications um, health complications before they die as well, right? Um, like our bodies aren't necessarily meant to carry that much weight in that way for that long. And so, um, you know, but like, if they run into you, it's going to hurt, right? Like they just, they just plow through you. Um, but like a lot of the ways that we train our athletes in some of the more popular sports, it just, it just aren't sustainable, right? Um, and that's an unfortunate thing, right? And that's a lot of what gets taught in the fitness industry, and we've talked about this before, but this like kind of high intensity, all out, all the time, um, and and what happens is it just like ends up wearing our body bodies down over time versus like something that's keeping us strong, that's keeping us fit, that's keeping us moving and healthy, like long term. Um, oh, I forgot to ask you guys, because we're talking about soccer, um, who are you rooting for in the World Cup? So who are you rooting for, Justin? I mean, obviously it'll be <laughs> the U.S. men's national team because they actually made it in this year, unlike they did four years ago. Um, I'll also, also shamelessly plug that USA is playing England the day after Thanksgiving at, what was it, like noon? Yes, Standard. we looked it up. Yeah. Yeah, so drop that in. If, if you're a soccer fan, um, who, who are you rooting for? Who are you rooting for? I can speak words. Um, <laughs> we want to know. We want to know. Um, I yeah. I don't. I don't follow a ton of sports, but uh, I will be. I'll be rooting for the U.S. because you, know, <laughs> you got it. You got to do that. Yeah. Um, and so. Oh, what do I want to know? Um, oh, let's see. Shannon is typing. Anyone going to be watching the game other than Justin? I already know my grades are going to suffer once the World Cup <laughs> rolls back around. Just because they roll in right around finals time for myself, so that'll be fun. <laughs> Brazil. Mm -hmm. Oh, very nice. Very yeah. nice. Um, yeah. No, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. So uh, so the, going back to what Cameron said like in that, in that video, um, if you got to watch it, like, they, they talk about, uh, you know, like, I could be like that if I just applied myself, right? Like, 5'8", <laughs> 6% body fat, <laughs> with a faux hawk, right? Um, but again, like, I think 
just this idea of soccer players are, are people that like we can like that's something that we can realistically achieve. Um, that's one of the big things that that we see people make a mistake at is they look at Cameron says Germany. Oh, there you go. Is that um, you know they look at elite athletes and are like, oh, I should I should train I should train like them. Like um, you know I should be lifting this way or doing it that way. Um, and and a lot of athletes like their regimen is just like it's it's something that's really hard to sustain. So all the, all elite athletes like they have to earn that level of performance, right? Like <laughs> soccer players are still a level a level above, right? It takes a lot of dedication. Um, you know, probably probably that mix of genetics. But the way that they train, the way that they move, the way that they build their bodies is a lot more sustainable. Um, and so that's one of the things that we talk about a lot of times with, um, with looking at elite athletes is not necessarily what are they doing now. Um, for some of them that applies, but like what did they do to get there? Um, and there's always going to be sacrifices on, um, like on that end. So we were talking about some of that. Like what are some of the things that you had to like give up or shy away from in being able to like maintain that level of fitness? So I'd say like the main thing was as cool as it was being able to push a lot of weight now because like I'm not playing soccer as much. That was like the biggest thing is knowing when I could push around high levels of weight just because like with working with a strength and conditioning coach in college, um, depending on the season that we were in because we saw them during the season as well as in our spring season which was like our off season which I still think it was in season because of the amount of games we were playing. But um that really it shifted because it, the more that you lift heavy wise the slower you will get and i noticed that once when i was trying to chase down somebody in a game was i was slower than normal because that strength and conditioning coach may have pushed the weight a little bit too heavy on me that week um so it's like knowing that range to where like you can still push a lot of weight but it's not going to inhibit you otherwise yeah. um and like the same thing with um, having to body somebody off the ball is like knowing when like having the right leverage toward the ground, being able to hold your body weight the right way, knowing how to counteract whatever measure like whatever angle of force they're trying to push on you kind of thing. Um, the other big compromise is probably candy and ice cream. <laughs> um, so I couldn't eat that as much just because of like the high sugar content, high like higher fat content stuff. But at the same time, I could eat if I wanted to, just because of how much I was running. Yeah, I would. Yeah. Literally, I could probably burn off that pint of ice cream in like twenty minutes if I tried. <laughs> but um, there is a lot of sacrifices with it, as well as a lot of compromise, especially per position. Just because a lot of center mids that you see now aren't that bulky, mm -hmm. where you see like forwards and center backs are a little bit bigger, just because they're not running as much. They have to do more of like bodying other players. Versus the center mids, they just have to keep, they have to be in good enough shape to run. But for them, it's having that core strength to be able to hold their own anyways. So. Yeah, yeah. Love that. With ice cream and candy, that's... <laughs> that's some of that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, no, I think, I think that's cool. Like, I, I know you were talking about the other day, like, you definitely, you know, you had a lot of friends that would party more often, but you recognize, like, like if I want to be able to perform at this level, if I want to be able to do that, like, that's just, like, that can't, <laughs> that can't be me all the time, right? Yeah. Um, and so recognizing that, that like, there's always going to be certain trade-offs in, in our fitness, but, mm -hmm. like, 
just to go back and, and kind of review everything. So, um, like one is that that mix of, of cardio and strength, and that's doing it separately. So, um, you know, a lot of the workout programs that, that you see out right now, um, they're they're fun to do, right? They're designed to like build you up and like make you feel like you got a good workout, but they mix cardio and strength. And, uh, you know, what happens when you do that is that you don't really get the, the big benefits of either, right? So you, you got to focus on doing the cardio in its own thing and doing the strength in its own thing. And then, like, for sure when you're on the field, right, like, you need that power to be able to, like, get to the ball quickly or to shove someone aside. So, like, in the game, you're, you're doing more of that mix of cardio and strength. Um, but while you're training, you want to kind of separate those more um, and have a plan with them. All right, Shannon's typing. Let's see. Um, so yeah, so that, and then make sure that you're moving in a variety of ways, right? That you're that you're um, including exercises that are gonna um, hit muscles that you might not always use, right? Um, and that are gonna be like similar to some of the movements that you're doing that you see in soccer or whatever your sport, right? Whether it's running or trail hiking or uh, horseback riding, right? Like making sure that you have the muscles that can stabilize you and and keep you going in those movements. Yeah, there's oh, there's some validity that. in that statement because from time to time I'll do those kind of workouts too just because it's reminiscent of like those kind of times. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. And they're not, like that's not bad. So we've talked about before like doing something like a hit style workout Including something like that once a week can be helpful, and, and you're hitting some of those those um, different aspects. But like as as like this is going to be my only thing. Um, it just like it doesn't give us the benefits that we want. Um, you know, there was a there's an article that came out a couple of years ago touting like oh this is the new thing like you can get the same benefits, and they end up uh, having to do a, like they they publish a partial retraction of like hey this doesn't actually work the way that we that we <laughs> said it did in the article um and so yeah you can still include some of those workouts but just like having that solid plan for cardio and strength making sure you're including a variety of movements um and that you're working your your body in such a way that like whatever you end up doing um it can handle it um and then just making sure that it's something that's sustainable right it's something that you can carry with you it's not a 30-day program it's a 30-year plan um and so and and, and like it's going to change in different seasons, right? So, like, when you're more active, you lifted and you did cardio a little bit differently. When you're not in sport, like, you're doing it a, 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 a bit different, right? Our bodies demand different things at different times. Mm -hmm. um, but what we want to make sure is that it's something that's sustainable all the time, right? That, that can keep us going when we're 80 versus, like, I just killed myself when I was in my 30s and 40s, and now that I'm in my 60s, like, my body's just totally worn out, right? Because I didn't... I didn't keep things consistently going, uh, you know, I didn't do something that was sustainable, that left me feeling good, that hit all the spots that it needed to hit. Mm -hmm. And so that's really what we want to accomplish with our workout program is, um, like, having, you know, I guess being a generalist, right? Mm -hmm. So, like, um, you know, for, again, for, for football, for that linebacker, you want a lot of bulk, right? You want to be able to move people around, um, but it's not something that can be easily sustained long-term. And so just... Um, eating, lifting, moving in a way that keeps you able to do all the things that you love for as long as you want. And that's that's our big thing, right? Like we want you to be able to do everything that you want to do, right? Again, whether it's running or hiking or swimming or any of those things, 
um, like for your whole life and not have to be someone that says like, I used to do this. I used to be a runner. I used to be a hiker. Um, so anyway, that, that wraps it up, um, for today. So if you didn't get a chance to check out that clip that, that the, from the comedy routine, definitely go check that out. It's, it's worth the watch. You should watch the whole routine. He's great. Um, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was awesome to have you on Justin, like getting the perspective of someone that was actually a soccer player. I am, I have no foot eye coordination at all. <laughs> Takes me out. Um, oh, Christy, let's see. What are you, what are you saying? Awesome. Cameron, so think about surviving the zombie apocalypse, apocalypse, the, two, the double apocalypse. I want to be stronger than the people faster than me and faster than the people stronger than me, which, yeah, true, mm. right? You, you, you can't have both. I always, I always tell Cameron, if it were a zombie apocalypse, like, I just want to be one of the first zombies. Just like, take me, take me in the beginning. I don't want to wait around to get eaten. I'll be, I'll be one of those people. Um, but yeah, I like that. Uh, stronger than the people, faster than you and faster than the people stronger than you. Leave you able to keep moving, keep doing all the things you love, keep going healthy. So, anyway, that is a wrap. Thanks for joining today. Um, again, a big thanks to Justin for coming on and, and talking a little about his routine and taking his time to sport. And uh, we'll catch you on the call on Thursday. Thanks for listening to the Body Smart Podcast. Join us in the Body Smart community on Facebook to share your successes or ask a question for our next episode. Now, get out there and take the next step toward living your active lifestyle.